Welcome to I'll Be Back Catalog, where we take a nostalgic look back at the movies of Arnold Schwarzenegger. The cigar chomping, one-liner spitting, killing machine. Now oh, stop it, you'll make me blush. It's every movie from the beginning. With special guest comedians. I like this. That sounds great. Now play the music. And we're back with I'll Be Back Catalog. And this is going to be a fun episode. This is Eraser. I'm Mike Kevin. I'm Stephen Lyons, and this movie, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, but we're not going to do it alone because that would be weird. We have with us the wonderful comedian David Prentiss. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Yeah, good. It's good. How are you good. going? I'm tired. I've had a week of work, and it's my first day off. So What? This is it. We're doing it. You know how I like to celebrate my day off? Talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> not doing it just with David. We're doing it with the wonderful Hannah Campbell. Oh, hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so demure? I don't know. Okay. Okay, off to a weird start. That's good. Perfect. We now, Hannah, you're back. You're back. back. We, you've been on before. What were yes. you on for last time? Oh, God. Oh, that Cactus Jack that you made me watch, <laughs> which was still burned in my memory. I knew what she was on for, but so, I wanted her to say it. <laughs> I don't know which one, which title she'd give it. Yeah, the villain, the villain or Cactus yeah. Jack. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Not really. No. It's interesting. Yeah, that was way at the start. That mm. was when it was baby Arnie. Yeah, little baby Arnie. And now he's all grown up. <laughs> it was so wrinkly now. This actually is like right in prime Arnie era. So um, it's, in the, it's in that sweet mid-90s. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. the end just of the golden age. Just yeah. before he's becoming a character-like sort of thing. Like, yeah, David. Yeah. So it's your first time on the podcast. It is. Are you an Arnie fan? I no abs- pressure. No, absolutely love Arnie. My favorite film is um, Jingle All the Way. So, oh, there we go. Um, just, just for clarity, <laughs> your favorite Arnie movie or your favorite movie is my Jingle favorite all the way. Arnie. Like, my oh, favorite okay. Arnie movie and my favorite Christmas movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just such a good film. Are there any other Christmas movies than Jingle All the Way? I mean, Die Hard, which is technically Commando Two. I mean, <laughs> technically, the holiday. Is fantastic. The <laughs> planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh uh, yeah, that's technically. Love actually. Love actually. Oh, oh you're telling yeah. me Love, Love actually. actually. That's the best Love Christmas film ever. Oh, do you remember that time that guy really tries to pressure his friend's girlfriend into cheating on his friend with him? Yeah, and the, and the prime minister yeah. that was a, a sexual monster, and how every, <laughs> every single character in it is just the worst, and yet people celebrate it like it's a no. wonderful. Isn't Thompson Emma Thompson amazing? Emma, yeah, yeah. Emma yeah. Thompson's really good. Okay, yeah, but she's, she, she's yeah. good in everything. Yeah, she gets. No, I, I don't mean as in, like, but her character isn't that the only character who's like just living? Oh, yeah, she's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and she's the one that gets fucked over by Snape, so it's a shame. Mm. Shit! Damn you, Professor Snape! <laughs> what are you gonna do? Next thing you'll be fucking over John McClane. <laughs> What about you, Hannah? What was your first interaction with Arnie? Oh, it was probably one of the Terminators. I, I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a big Arnie fan, to be honest with I you. I remember your answer now. Yes. Yep. One of the term, they're all the same. Yep. Um, and then Cactus Jack was probably my second one. So it wasn't, you know, it went downhill from there. And which like, is kind of the equivalent of like, oh, I don't really like drinking. And we're like, we've got the drink to start you on. All right. Here is just some, uh, what is a gross drink? White spirits. Okay. I realized how much of a, an alcoholic I am when I was like, they're all good. <laughs> what a terrible metaphor that I've presented myself. <laughs> Here's horse piss. Which oh, is yeah. pretty much what Cactus Jack is. Oh. Yes. It was, so have you yeah. seen any Arnie movies since? No. No, I've oh. been scarred. It's taken me a year to be able to go over it and watch this one. <laughs> what do you watch? What movies do you watch that, uh, outside of action? Oh, various, really. Like sci fi, mm, dramas, com- anything but Arnie, really, essentially. Well, don't just avoid Arnie. <laughs> oh. He's done all of those genres. David, what's your go to movie for life? Uh, 
I'd probably have to be something with Tom Hanks, to be honest. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm the same uh, yeah. big Tom Hanks fan. Yeah. Do you both <laughs> celebrate Thanksgiving? No, but no, that sounds great. That sounds fantastic. You know that time of year where you just watch all of the Tom Hanks movies and be grateful for, oh, for them? That's like once a week. <laughs> you celebrate big? Uh, oh, that's such a great movie. Big Scott. I yeah. haven't watched it since I was a child, but now oh. that you're from Wyoming, I'm going to watch right. it. Right, he plays yeah. the, the, the floor piano. Mm. His, his relationship yeah. with an older woman feels weird. Yeah, it gets a wee mm. bit rapey, but it's all right. Mm. It's Tom Hanks, so it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's more rapey. It's rapey from the other way. Cause, oh, cause yeah. It's a woman uh, sexually attracted to an adult man with the brain of a 10-year-old. That's yeah. also how tragic like society is, that we're like, it's rapey, but the other way. Yeah, and so all, it's all, fine. All four of us Absolutely. agreed, yeah, rapey is a man thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, rapey is a, it's, uh, what a sad state of affairs. I just completely agree. <laughs> uh, do you have what's your favorite Tom Hanks? My favorite Tom Hanks would be Forrest Gump, definitely. Forrest, Forrest Gump. How often can you watch Forrest Gump? I watched while I was in Europe. I watched it at least five times within a month, just while I was backpacking. Yeah. Is that, is that like just, an emotional like? Oh, it just makes you feel so good and sad at the same time. Okay. Like, yeah. The guy goes through it's so much. Age. Yeah. yeah, virus. <laughs> Calling it a virus in the movie. We all know what that is. Yeah. Wait, did what happen? <laughs> Jenny, not remember. Is that what happened to yes. her? Yes. But her her child. Yeah, oh, Haley Joel Osment. Little little. Yeah. Is that Haley Joel Osment? Yeah. yeah. Oh well, that makes From me feel anyone? much better because now <laughs> I know that at least he'll be able to see his mother. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Right. Good. And John McClane. Uh, uh, so a razor is in uh, 1996. Is that yep. like 96? Uh, it's a solid action movie. 96. What are, were both of you living life large in 96? Yep. Yeah, just started primary school. Pretty good time. I was rocking it as a three-year-old. Sorry. I was having a great time. Three-year-old? All right. Well, you have no context for this movie. <laughs> are you an action movie fan? Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Absolutely. What's your favorite kind of action movie? Favorite kind of action movie yeah. is just senseless, like. Expendables, that sort of action. Yes. Oh, like absolutely everything. Like is killer, mindless, ridiculously. Okay. Like you don't need a plot. Things are blowing up. Things are good. Yeah, that's, that's cool. my favorite sort of action. What about you, Hannah? I like like Born Identity, James Bond, that sort of stuff. Oh, okay. Action, so yeah. Like, a spy thriller, like it needs to have a plot to it, not just like they just kill everything. <laughs> oh, in the war. shoot! She looked oh, right no, at <laughs> David. It was just like no. She was like, she was like <laughs> you no. need to know. I do not connect with what you're talking. About. Absolute idiot, David. <laughs> I am okay with no plot. I think that mm. like the more the older I get, the more I'm like just let the explosions wash over me. There's things like like the raid and dread and uh, like. Ones where you just have a, like a very simple pagoda that you need to climb and various action scenes take place, that they're great. Give me a basic need, all right? What does yeah, the yeah. character need? And then we'll just do that. I don't want any of this born identity where it's like, <laughs> I need to find out who I am and why the government's after me and who I'm in love with and why I'm so fit. Yeah, right? <laughs> just give me crank. Just Jason Statham <laughs> oh, needs to like do yeah. things. No, he went too far. <laughs> too far. Crank is awful. It is bad. Uh, hey, I got a drug. I need to fuck you on the street. <laughs> oh, yeah, that seems like a good premise for a movie. Is that the one that he shags somebody on the horse racing track? Yeah. That is. Oh, I've seen that. Is that Crank 2? I believe that's Crank 2. Yeah. They made a sequel. That's amazing. Oh, you didn't know there was a sequel? No. The second <laughs> one's worth watching because it goes banana. It's it's real like cartoonish. It's insane. The thing is, Jason Statham's doing pretty well. He's like fairly in control of his career. Will it be a, a Crank 3? I don't think so. He's moved on to like the Meg. Oh, I'm so super psyched for that 
I watched all the Megalodon movies, so I'm absolutely psyched. You've said that, but you said it in uh, a future tense. Like, I'm super psyched for that. Well, it's me out already. It's, it's been out for <laughs> quite a while. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I have no idea. This is how out of touch I am with it. I tell you what, I cannot wait for the sequel to Blade Runner. It's going to be, as soon as they release that, I am going to wait until it comes out on DVD. When you say you're a fan of Megalodon movies, can you name another Megalodon movie? Megalodon, Megalodon three is absolutely fantastic. Okay, so you mean the, the like the sci-fi director? What about the movies? the absolutely okay. awful ones where is, they jump out of the water and swallow a helicopter whole? Yeah, is a uh, giant octopus versus mega shark or whatever that was? <laughs> there's several. There's Sharktopus as well, where they combine a shark and an octopus. It's the worst film movie. This, this is why we should ban drug use. <laughs> <laughs> all right, none of these things would happen if people were sober all the time. No, it's just. Well, yeah. did you see that article the other day that they gave octopuses MDMA and they were all just like trying to hug each other and oh, like no. big hippies? That would made it a different movie, probably not as violent, but yeah. <laughs> Excellent, Mike. Do you want to give us a synopsis of the movie? So if you haven't watched the movie, here's what it's about. Also, after you hear this, you are going to be dying to see this movie. Okay, so John Kruger works for the Witness Relocation Program as a U.S. Marshal. His job is to remove all traces of the identity of any witness in the program. John works alone and is best at what he does. When Lee Cullen, a high-level executive with a U.S. weapons manufacturer, turns over evidence of illegal arms deals to the FBI, John is assigned to protect her. But they both soon find that the level of treason extends far past the Cyrex Corporation and into the high levels of government. The survival depends on John's ability to protect them both. Also, sci-fi guns. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. We'll be talking all about those sci-fi guns right after this break. And we're back. Oh, a razor. Oh my god, this is happening. I saw this movie. I love this movie. It is uh, kicks us straight off with a, a sweet Memento 7 style intro. Yeah, almost like a proto-Dexter kind of it thing. Was, I, did my, uh, I watched this and um, we were watching and my brother leaned over to me and he goes, that belt knife had better pay off later. <laughs> Absolutely, it's so good. That's my first note. Belt knife was just belt so fucking cool. So weird. And, uh, and I love that we're going to talk about it later. Mm. Uh, this movie had one thing in the intro that we really just don't talk about anymore in movies and I think it's a little bit of a shame culturally. Um, the excited to have a watch shot. <laughs> what? Like when he's doing it, because the whole intro is him gearing up and yeah. then like panning over and they have him like put on his watch and he's like, watch. The uh, Lumino Marina, I believe we it was. Can't, yeah, you can't do that anymore. Like even Bond movies have moved away from that. Like you just can't be like... This is 96 though. <laughs> but still, there's a vague excitement in new, new fancy there, watches. It, but if you were watching like the born uh, mega thing i'm sure there's a better word for what, what the born, whatever the born mega potato the born yeah and he's like putting on all of his shit and then he like goes apple watch then i feel like where we are culturally we just see it as marketing and not like oh uh, watch we go like oh fuck you rolex we get it people own watches that i can't afford yeah also well done you paid for this yeah yeah, yeah. there's an innate cynicism now to product placement yeah yeah, yeah. fair enough like even to cars now if you like see a movie mm. and like uh, i'm looking at you michael bay yeah we get it every transformer has to be the latest model of dodge yeah if, if, if it, like a camera lingers on a mercedes logo for too long I, i'm furious <laughs> just 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 no 
make it make it a passing thing so that I don't have to like witness it. But anything that's on a Kia, the like, uh, you know, I'm just okay with them because I feel like they need the exposure. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. They deserve they're it. Fine. They deserve, yeah. Like as a car, no one knows what a Kia is. What did we all think of Johnny? Johnny C. Yeah, the best character. <laughs> <laughs> he was, probably was. It's the most interesting one. <laughs> to be fair, that, that he's, he's the most broadly drawn. I Wait, Johnny's the, uh, the the mobster. The dude. mobster. Yeah. I thought that like this whole intro part was so weird because they had such an intense like introduction to the movie and then they just go into a real stock standard movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where he's like, hey, look at me, I'm a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I have a beard. Yeah, like, yeah, I loved him so much. Wait, you were into it? Oh, so much. He was so good. I found him so funny. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed him. Especially when he joins with the anti mob, which we'll get to. But the, the uh, I, I I do enjoy mobster like stereotype characters. They're, they're really fun. Gabagoo. Like, yeah. I'm a little jealous of how well they wear like this um, undershirt and the like wife beater shirts because they just seem to be so effortless about their confidence. Mm. Yeah. Whereas for me, I'm like, you can see your nipples. What's going on? <laughs> they're gonna cut off his tongue. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, that was a bit much. Yeah, yeah. nipples I could do without, but my yeah. tongue—I'm using that all the time. I loved uh, Ninja Arnie though. Ninja yes. Arnie was fantastic. He was so great, but he is a hulking mass. <laughs> he's yeah, so... he's not what you call agile. No. I'm a ninja. <laughs> You're like, mm, I think we all saw this coming. <laughs> that balaclava he had on was fucking awful. It was just like a sock with a hole in it that he pulled over his head. It was so bad. <laughs> It was, it's uh, like you have all this state-of-the-art gear in your watch and then you've got shit like balaclava. It's like, you killed anyone anyway. Why don't you need to wear one anyway? Yeah, that's true. Like, you did not need that. It just needs like the, the half a second of surprise. Mm-hmm. He seemed so angry anytime in that first sequence when someone asked what his name was. He was just so very furious about it. I mean, he didn't even answer. He's just like, <laughs> snapped his neck. It was fantastic. This was a brutal opening, right? Yeah. 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 Killing out the freezer, which is... I like any of that stuff that, like, Jackie Chan improvised, like, <laughs> I'm smashing you with parts of the scenery. You got it. Uh, I did break my heart that when he blew up this entire house, he didn't have a quip. Yeah, he didn't, did he? Like, he, like yeah. the house just explodes, and he's like, yeah, you've been erased by... <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but this is the weird thing where all this stuff happens and you're like, oh, this guy's like a real action dude and he blows up shit and he kills people. And it's like, oh, he works for witness protection. And this is like the weird thing of the whole movie of like, there's no basis of understanding for this role. In, you can't in- overthink this narrative <laughs> because like yeah. even the premise of him like taking a guy in witness protection and then putting him in a van and going, you've been erased. <laughs> then it's like, he should say again. Yeah. yeah. Like the whole premise, hey, you compromised when everyone thought you were dead. So we're killing you again. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, this is amazing. This only happens once. <laughs> well, it didn't by definition. <laughs> but didn't he, didn't he compromise himself because he loves pizza so much? He yeah. went to his favorite restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Because he thought there's not enough stereotypes in there. What other ones can we <laughs> shoehorn in hey, there? Hey. He got caught eating pizza. <laughs> Oh, Gabagoo, I love my pizza. <laughs> like, I couldn't just say no. <laughs> You're like, oh. oh. And that's your normal talking voice. He's like, no, I talk normally. But, uh, you know, when I talk about the pizza, <laughs> I get all so excited. Oh, that's why they heard you. So we jump to Arnie at work. And he gets introduced by uh, recognizing a fake license. With his magic yeah. fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the fake. <laughs> I think it's nice world building though, right? Because they're like, oh, this is a hard... It was so ham-fisted though. It's hard to make well, which one of these it is. Here's the guy. This one. Thanks, guy. 
Yeah, but also, I, w- I wanted it to come back. It felt like a weird thing to show that he can do and then never reference it again. I don't know if it was to try and show like his like soft side or like he's because we were made to believe he's this like good guy witness protection. And it's like, I've just seen you kill like 10 people. Mm. Somebody was just getting sent out the fridge. Maybe he lived there. Maybe that was their son and you just killed him. Maybe he was just going for a late night sack and you smash his head in the freezer. But mm. now because you can feel a license with your finger, oh, you're a good guy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this is, I feel like we got to that weird point, right, with Arnie movies where they wanted to humanize him. But they also had to have him be a badass. Yeah. And they kind of got confused as to where that sits. Yeah, a similar thing happened like uh, recently with True Lies, with, with him apologizing to everyone. Like, this weird like, exercise of, of finding small things to make Arnie seem like a person rather than just like a killing machine. Like, just go back to Commando, show him hanging out and being a human for 15 minutes, and then yeah. he can murder everyone <laughs> willy-nilly yeah, as soon as fine. his daughter's taken. <laughs> totally fine. I really enjoyed the, the old school, new school tech of him using a pen interface for something that could very easily be done with a mouse when he was waiting. Oh yeah, oh, the digital yeah. records. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is not how a tablet works. Well, <laughs> it's like this is awful. <laughs> like basically, like trying to type a word document with a tablet. Yeah. And then he logs in and it's like witness protection, top secret. And then the door's just like left open. Anybody just comes like wandering in and their pictures are yeah. up there. I'm like, I don't know how secure this is. Ah, I think I saw that guy down at the supermarket. Yeah. Oh yeah, well he's. Uh, <laughs> this is when we meet, like we first meet James Khan who is very much a bad guy. He looks like a bad guy. He mm. talks like a bad guy, but we're meant to think he's a good guy. He's mm. introduced in shadows. <laughs> yeah. He comes in, he's like, yes, it's me, Robert. Yeah. Bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, straight away. I love them though. Like, I, I just feel like he played it so good. James Caan's an amazing actor. He and carried he, that whole film. He did, he did. Like his, his villainess was great. I didn't notice he was a bad guy. <laughs> I totally <laughs> fell for it. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I didn't, I was like, he's just the- You were like, this is just what guys are like. Yeah. They're always lurking in <laughs> shadows and then slowly leaning into the light and being like, yeah. I think we know what's coming next. <laughs> also, he lets us know that Arnie broke into the morgue yeah. He broke into the morgue and got two dead bodies to, to fake it. I needed the bodies. That's fine. They were going to be cremated. It doesn't matter. In fact, I sped up the process. <laughs> now they're cremated on Friday. They don't have to wait on Monday. Still, it's rough. Are you imagine getting that call? Mm. <laughs> Where's my dad? Oh, oh, the government took him to cover up some idiot who wanted pizza. <laughs> what? Cyrus. Can we talk about Cyrus? Mm-hmm. That was just Cyberdyne systems from Terminator, so, yeah. right? A little bit. I mean, in terms of what they do and the, the supposed evilness, very much so. But they were cool. As well, a faceless evil entity. But this is where we met uh, Vanessa Williams, who is an awesome actress. She's very funny in Cave Enthusiasm. Again, bland-ass character. I think this is something that runs throughout the movie, is, is both Arnie and her kind of bleh. Oh yeah, this, this movie was fairly beige. Yeah, they had her and she could have done so much more with it, but she was just like, oh, we'll tie her hair up so she's not too pretty. And she's like, see you, that's how we cover it up. Yeah. You know? Is that how prettiness works? Yeah. If you put glasses and you tie their hair up, they're nerds, and then the big reveal. Oh no, what if I'm into that? <laughs> and then she like, and she gets go, me yeah. back to her, her place, she takes her glasses off and lets her hair down, I'm like, nah. That's disgusting. I don't know what happened to this. <laughs> I did like a brooch of the like huge circuit board behind her. Oh, absolutely huge. <laughs> Compared to the like futuristic technology we later see, just that brooch alone. Yeah. We, we live in a home where we have like super <laughs> x-ray guns. But yeah, no, we, we, we can't fit a camera in anything smaller than a fist. That would have been awful for her because she knows about the technology they have. 
Here's here's a four inch by four inch brooch that weighs <laughs> two and a half pounds. <laughs> and she's like hauling along with her. Yeah. And then they go into that weird like Death Star plans room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thinks, with the thing that spins around for no reason. Yeah. And then she gets out the mini disc. Oh, <laughs> Which surely is not the best way to get the nostalgia purse with those mini discs. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god, my childhood. You were digging the mini discs? Oh, I loved it. Only because of the time period. Like, if I saw one now, I was like, no, you need to update your shit. But that was great. <laughs> That'd be the best. Someone turns up to your house and they're like, I got those files for you. Like, when? When was that going to be appropriate? I like the way the machine, like, displays what data is going onto the disc as it's copying, just so you know. That's classic movie trope, though, right? All the little like, tabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it shows every file, like... What, what what operating system is previewing files as it seems? <laughs> it's so weird. Like you're wasting time. And then it was like, you know, she was doing a thing and I was like, oh, maybe, you know, for the 90s is pretty progressive. She's looking like a data nerd. She knows what she's doing. And then they ruined it because she hid it in her fucking compact. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we're so close. And then I'll hide it in my makeup because nobody will. And it fits perfectly in the mirror. I was like, we were, we were close, but we weren't. <laughs> Quite there. This movie I loved mini discs though. I was <laughs> I tried to keep track, but I was like, how many discs are in this? Did she make two copies? She made yeah. two copies. That's and why she, she took one in so her compact. Long. That's why she took yeah. too long in the room. Yeah. Yeah. She really put her life on the line mm-hmm. for that backup. She yeah. got away with it because the security guard was waiting outside the door. It was weird that though, because he was a weirdly forceful dude. And it's like, yeah, but he's still just a security guard. You can still just go, nah, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> and he'd have been like, mm, fair enough. Because she was meant to be quite high up in this felt organization. Like it. Yeah. it felt like it. Yeah. And then the security guard, and then she takes it home and she tries to fucking put it on her home computer. Yeah. Like, bitch, you should know that <laughs> like, that was not going to fly. Like, no. You're missing a very intense scene, though. Yeah. With, with, with her meeting the boss. Mm. Oh, yeah. And the boss is furious. He was really intense. He chewed the scenery oh. real good. He was more mad than that time that his pig went to the fair. Was he in Babe? <gasps> was that him? Wasn't he the guy? Wasn't isn't he the farmer from Babe? I thought he looked like he's him. the Green Mile he guy. He's got that, that. His face could not be more narrow. Like he, has, <laughs> he has. If you saw a video game representation of him that was picture perfect, you'd be like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, mate, your head's too long. When he pulled the gun, though. Mm. And it's like, oh, this is this is getting intense. And then he just blows his brains out, and then somehow the bullet hits the back of his skull, and then bounces towards the lower part of the window because the lower part of the window shatters first. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's what you're pedantic about. <laughs> <laughs> Did you slow that down to watch? No, it, it was very clear. <laughs> Mike sees a man take his life, and he's like, "Let's check the surroundings." Nah, not convincing. <laughs> not convincing. But then, like, obviously, everybody in the adjacent offices immediately runs to the gunshot because well, because the massive vacuum yeah <laughs> but i also love this like someone is killed by a gunshot in a room there's two people in the room which is one is the guy who's dead and one is not him everyone rushes in and is like this guy is dead and and she goes oh crazy and just leaves. <laughs> oh yeah i guess i can just leave this crime scene <laughs> oh no yeah. oh, oh the security on here was so tight up until someone was murdered <laughs> like they weren't in the room there's someone on my ass the whole time and then bang <laughs> Oh, we were so set up to stop people from stealing data, but not from killing. <laughs> it was it was intense. She runs out and then she jumps into the van, and then the, the FBI who were there 
run away from the security guards. Yes. I found that really amusing. Yeah. It's like FBI the whole way through that scene seemed absolutely fucking incompetent because they completely forget that the security cameras in the building. Yeah. Because they're just like, oh, how did we get caught? He was watching you the whole time, just going into the room. But the, the twist is, is that on purpose? Ooh. Like was Robert the whole time being like, oh, "This will fuck it up," <laughs> <laughs> like that he wanted oh. it to tank, oh, right? Yeah. Like it's one of those things where we're like, "This seems ridiculous," but he's like, ah, ha, 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 the whole way through, making it, "Oh yeah, this will be a great, oh this will work out perfect." <laughs> I would appreciate that being laid out a bit clearer because the, the FBI just seemed crazy incompetent for the first like 20 minutes mm. uh, I feel like at this point we're like half an hour in and I feel like most of the movie has been people hiding mini discs because <laughs> it's, it's like as soon as the FBI gets it the guy's like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm like wait did she what, is that her did, what? Oh. I've got your music is what he says yeah he's like oh fuck it here we go oh, it's uh, Michael Jackson his story <laughs> oh. it's the title of his compilation as well as a pun it's a Great album, by the way. Wouldn't that have been released in like 2000? What? History? History is, was what, like 90, maybe 98 or something like oh, that. It was, it was a the little first thing later. I had on yeah. cassette. All right, I'll be honest, I don't know what music was around in 1996. Are we talking like that's the first album from the Foo Fighters? Not as good a gag. <laughs> I think Vanessa's home. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we got to meet uh, the boyfriend. Oh, creepy oh yeah. Creepy what? Ex. Creepy yeah. X. That was her ex oh, boyfriend. Creepy X. Yeah. yeah. What was his name? Derek? Uh, I had written I down know. guy who dies real quick. Uh, it do. started with a D. Yeah. yeah pretty, like, <laughs> uh, as many relationships do. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, uh, that was upsetting. That relationship was upsetting. Oh, was it? I, I didn't like it. Oh, I felt like it didn't... Uh, I don't think it had like an... I thought it had like a manipulative kind of vibe, but mm. not like too aggressive. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. He was, he was in her house and she was like, just go. And he was like, nah, you're cheating on me. It's like, well, even if she is, fuck off. She made it pretty clear that she like broke up with him, though. I'm pretty sure yeah. at some point. He so, got he got what he was coming to. Him. Yeah, I think maybe I. In that house. <laughs> this is what you get. You get murdered. Maybe Clearly. I was okay with it because I knew where it was going. Yeah. <laughs> where she's like, you shouldn't be in here. I was like, nah, nah, you need him in there. <laughs> Trust me, in ten seconds you're gonna love having another skeleton in green. <laughs> Um, how did they not like the guy zoomed in so far that he's just, like they have these amazing zoom that they zoom out they can zoom through walls and he just zooms all the way into a body yeah and goes well there's a fucking heart <laughs> the thing is like with those guns it just feels like even if you don't shoot them they've already got like stage two lung cancer <laughs> from the intense amount of radiation required to do that yeah the light from those guns seems to go ridiculously far because it's it's penetrating x-rays <laughs> You've, like if if you got it at the right level you would come out and become the hulk that's, that's just what it is just a whole bunch of railgun hulks <laughs> yeah i the scene was though it was the the proper use of a refrigerator Right? Like, I wanted Indiana Jones to be taking mm. notes. Like, this is how you uh-huh. use a refrigerator. To hide from metal darts yes. rather than a nuclear bomb. Exactly. <laughs> Mike's looking at you. Mike's like, eh, I'm cutting this. I haven't seen Crystal Skull. I've seen Crystal Skull. <laughs> it's just, it's not much better. <laughs> Wait, this was perfect, though. This was like hiding from Superman versus hiding from thing. cancer. You have this moment where you reveal the, the, what, these amazing weapons that can do these amazing things and then immediately show their flaw, which is they can't see through a thing. And you're like, well, 
What, they're less impressive now. It's w even worse than that. It's they can't see it through a thing, and their major flaw, which is if a car pulls up, because <laughs> that's when it all ground to a halt. Is a car came down the road, and they were like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh, we can't have them see the fancy gun." I'm oh, like, wait. "You got murdering to do." They're just like people drive by and think they're being attacked by Mysterons <laughs> or those like the green light things from Super Mario Brothers in the haunted. Oh yeah, like I love the like um, bullet time kind of trails on the. Yeah. Mm. That was like I could have done without the sound, but the trails was great. What was the yeah, sound like? Pew! It was like. A <laughs> <laughs> Do it again, dude. Pew! It was it was like a laser gun. It was unnecessary. It was, it was a little bit. Yeah, because real guns are meant to be completely silent. That's the thing that's like terrifying about them, is they would just rip you to shreds and you wouldn't hear a sound. Because they, they fly too fast for sound to have For me, that's best case scenario. Yeah. Mm. Like, I don't want to hear a gunshot and then die. I, yeah. rather... I don't think there's that much time in between. Yeah, but just that tiny moment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, disappointing. <laughs> The graphics in this movie as a whole, like this was the first time that we got to see some like, because the zoom graphics were fun, right? Like that 3D, the, the green zoomy thing. The bullet time was like, it's kind of the first time I went, oh, this movie did not have the budget. <laughs> but then I realized, did it have the technology? It was 1996. Yes, exactly. I felt like a jerk. I was like, oh, they didn't have enough money. And then I went, oh no, things progress with time. <laughs> One thing about, about the railgun is it meant, it's meant to shoot the fastest bullets ever. Yet Arnie can still outrun them reasonably easily. Boys faster than light. <laughs> <laughs> Can't find it. He was way overly competent in this whole movie. Yeah, there he was. Like everything that he did was just like, yeah, I know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, you need me to French braid your hair? Boom, it's done. What's this? Oh, there's a, there's a bullet traveling at the speed of light. Boom, I missed it. <laughs> oh, the flash is running through. I just punched him in the face. Throughout this movie, he's kind of like a slightly warmer version of the T-800. Yeah. He's just, he's just Terminator 2 after the brain surgery. He's, he's ready to go and he's just slightly nicer. But he is a machine. Yeah. Even like when the that nail bomb goes off. Oh, yeah. That was gross. Mm, like they've got the sand from it. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but it was such a weird, like high school killer kind of bomb. It was aggressive. It was like super brutal. It, it felt like a horror movie kind of thing. It felt like someone else saw. They also they were trying to murder these people. Just fire a bazooka in, and they might be dead. <laughs> yeah. Like we ever wanted to use the space guns. <laughs> <laughs> And so they went with someone duct taping a whole bunch of nails <laughs> to a body. <laughs> it just felt gross. And then, was like, what are you doing? Lighting a fuse. Mm. <laughs> All right, uh, kind of works. Uh, what, uh, it would have been better if he was like, it's about to get hot in here. That was, yeah, okay. That's all I've got for that. I was like, fucking, <laughs> fucking, where was the quip in there? Yeah, I know. That's, it, it's very light on quips. But it's like, it feels unaware of Arnie to give him a line like that that's not a quip. Mm. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm just saying a thing. <laughs> oh, okay. So her house was destroyed. Completely destroyed? She seemed fine about everything after this. Yeah, she wasn't too affected, she was did she? did ask about Daryl in the van and left it pretty quick when he said that you're still alive. She was just like, oh, sweet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good point, yeah. yeah, yeah I, cool. <laughs> I would say from her interaction with Daryl, like, she asked about Daryl, but she was really <laughs> worried about, like, her photo albums. Ah, like, <laughs> oh, will Daryl be okay? Also, I had some really good photos. <laughs> <laughs> she was very zen about all of her shit being burned in a fire. Yeah, how do you guys feel about your, your stuff? Do you have a lot of stuff? I've got a lot of suits. 
I don't think I'd like them being burned, but other than that, I don't have IDs and shit. You know what I mean? That's a fake. We just found out that David's off grid. <laughs> He's off grid except for his tailor. Yeah. <laughs> tailor knows exactly. Hannah, what would be for you if, if everything blew up? Uh, probably just like my laptop. Maybe the boyfriend. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> no, Simon? <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> Is Simon dead? Oh, okay, okay. But the, ju- just for Simon, if he's listening, uh, <laughs> you do notice the order that came in. The <laughs> laptop <laughs> then. Yeah. I don't really have a lot. I have quite an expensive bowl that I would be upset if that broke. I need to talk more about <laughs> bowl. What the hell? What? Literally, it's the second most expensive thing I own. It's a bowl. Well, first one is Simon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, he was cheap. Um, oh. Yeah, it's like 250 bucks. It's a bowl. For a bowl? Yep, it's like a crystal nice bowl. It's got it's like blue and purple. It's got swirls in it. It's lovely. How oh. old are you? <laughs> 25, but I love crystal bowls. Is it on display? Like Yeah. Do oh. things go in the bowl? Oh, yeah. Like keys and shit like that. Oh, yeah, when probably shouldn't over. be. Wing. <laughs> yeah, get the good bowl out. <laughs> what about you, Stephen? You got any balls? I try, I move around so much, so like I don't know. I like I guess oh, all my photos are backed up to the cloud. Yeah. I, I'm also real OCD, and when I lived like I worked on a cruise ship, and when you work on a cruise ship, I imagine normal people are fine, but like I would fall asleep going, "What if it sinks?" So mm. like for me, I'm like, "Well, I can do without all of these things." Yeah, uh, there would have been a time that I would have been like, "Oh, my shoes is." <laughs> but now they're all smelly so yeah mm. um, every time you fail asleep you're like what if this sinks <laughs> drunk mike what's your thing uh comics what comics comics, comics. oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah oh my god because i've got an amazing spider-man number 129 which is do you have photocopies of those just in case <laughs> no no they're the only things that have a value that i care about oh just a shout out to emma yeah. mike's wife <laughs> <laughs> This is a, a real personal episode, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> In the fact that it's just me zinging the people, people who have relationships. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I don't talk about it. So it's okay. Yeah, it's good. It's David, David kept smart. it on the down low. Got stay off grid. Yeah. <laughs> this was all us getting up to them making it to a cabin. Yeah. Yeah. So they get up to the cabin, and then Arnie has this really heartfelt monologue. Oh, it's lovely. Was it? What was it <laughs> no, about? Was so I didn't understand it. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't even tag it. But what about, was that about again? It was about Is that when they, how, he like, took her up there to the cabin. She's burning all the stuff. Is yeah, it? yeah, and it's like, no, oh, it's all me. It's like, no, that's not you. You're oh, it's in, not you. You're not IDs or whatever. You're in like here. It's, yeah. yeah. Oh. Ah. Okay. I didn't like that scene mostly because they're like burning all her IDs, but they've got like a little tray in the fire, and there's just no need for that. Just throw them in the actual fire. Because someone's going to have to deal with these melted IDs. Like. <laughs> oh, no, the plastic's just going to stick to the tray, and there's just no need for that. Just... No, nah, I supposed to shake the fire and then just burn it all. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then she starts to have like romantic feelings for him, even though he's kind of just kidnapped her. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, I didn't read that. There's a little I, bit of a swoon. I, yeah, I didn't know if they were going to get together or not. Like right there? Yeah. <laughs> this had one of my favorite moments in the movie, though, because they transitioned from this uh, cabin scene to the next scene with, like, guitar riffs. They're like... Can I... My favorite my favorite line from the movie, which is he gives her the gun and he goes, all you have to do is pull the trigger. And I might be... 
digging too deep in this, but I feel like killing someone's a lot bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. You just have to pull the trigger and deal with the psychological ramifications. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We've already, like, found out that she doesn't give a shit about other people. Yeah. Like, she just... Maybe she's just a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wait, is that true? Oh, well, she just lost her boyfriend and, like... No, no, <laughs> Daryl had it coming. <laughs> yeah. A little bit, yeah. So we have a little tool-up scene where they, where they get prepped to go and check out um, James Khan's person and they get to their cabin and it's a if you're gonna if you're gonna keep a person safe i feel like keeping them in a cabin in the woods where they could be attacked from all sides feels more dangerous than putting them up in somewhere in a oh, city because they traced his cell phone right he did the 911 yeah no 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 no, no, no. this is this they is went to his then. own they went into the cabin in the woods to get out and spoiler he shoots his own his own yeah lady. that he shoots his i own was witness. shocked by that Oh, yeah. I deleted this entire scene because I did not give a fuck. <laughs> this is where we found out that James Conn is evil. This is the big reveal. Yeah, no, we found that out when he was in Shadows. And no, I didn't. I, this is where I found out. I was like, <gasps> he's just shot his own witness. Oh, my God. The cabin scene is a pretty decent little action sequence. It's not bad. It is. Yeah. And he stabbed someone through a door, which I find is... Like through a door? Lacking in a lot of action films. Not enough stabbing through doors. <laughs> no, I mean, there's lots of shooting, but no stabbing. Yeah. Is... We're looking at you, Pistorius. <laughs> and there's a bit where he kicks a guy out of a window. Oh, yeah. With yeah. The, yeah from... That's defenestration. <laughs> it's the only time I get to use that word. What does defenestration mean? It's when you get yeah. kicked out of a window. <laughs> there's not one word for getting kicked out of a window. That is, it's defenestration. Mike, Mike looked at his phone. Do you have this up on your phone right now? I can, I can bring it up. I wrote it down because I know the word. Now I've noticed this scene. I saw that I kicked the guy through the window and I was like, forget about the demonstration. I just gave you a defenestration. All right, here's the literal, this is the dictionary.com definition of defenestration. A word that means Mike is smarter than you. Oh, that seems fair. That seems fair. That checks out. The action of throwing someone out of a window. Oh, but he kicked him, so it doesn't count. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Redacted. Have you never thrown someone with your foot? <laughs> <laughs> what context is that okay? Why, why, after shooting his witness, did he start kissing her? Yeah, that was that, real that was weird. weird. It was like a kind of like, I'm going to pretend to be performing CPR thing. That's what I, I was nowhere near CPR. I'm like, <laughs> you're I just... No, that's what he was doing, though. He was pretending to give her CPR. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if he was like sucking the screams out of her. <laughs> that, no, that's, that's what he was originally doing. So she was like, and he went, oh, I'll cover this with my mouth. Better that than something else. The plane was intense. Well, I said the great, yeah. this with the great line in it. When he said, don't you get tired of babysitting scum? For you, I'll make an exception. That was, that was a great singer. That, that, was, that, was, that was a good line from Arnie. I like that. But then they, they, he gets drugged in the plane. Yeah. And poor Monroe, who's like, what's happening? I'm new here. I just want to be a good FBI agent. Oh, Monroe. He did so many great inquiries, too, where he's like, is he okay? What's going on? He really drank all that water. And then, and like, uh, what is it? Robert's like, so on every line, Robert's like, He'll be fine. <laughs> and the guy's like, he doesn't seem fine. He's like, no, he just needs to rest. He, he looks like he's having trouble. You're like, Mom, no, you're getting yourself killed. Um, and then, yeah, because you just get, what do you do with a dead body in a plane like that? Cargo? Throw him in cargo? Yeah. Apparently on a normal, like on a passenger flight, they just bring a, like a big sheet and put yeah. it on. Oh, God. Yeah, they can't do much on a, on a passenger plane. They yeah. Will- 
suck. Especially like <laughs> nowadays because they pump so many seats in and there's like no leg room for anyone. There isn't even like a space at the back where they can do anything. You just have an area at the back where... Pop them in one of the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> just occupied the whole yeah, place. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you can't because you can't do the occupied from the outside. So I guess you just put a little like post-it on there. Did guy. <laughs> thing is, if you sat them off, like rigamosis sets in after like one to two hours. So if it was a long flight, they'd be like all rigamosis into a seating position. You'd hope that they would turn back <laughs> if, if one hour into a twelve hour flight. flight. <laughs> Let's shall we shall we go back? No, nah. we're going to Singapore <laughs> and we're going to keep going. Look, everybody else paid for this flight. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to inconvenience them for this motherfucker. Like fuck you. He doesn't even care. <laughs> As someone who's worked on a cruise ship, they do just keep going. <laughs> yep. They totally just keep going. Mm. They're definitely not turning back. I, I like the fact that the Chinese lady gave it a draw. I don't know why, I just thought it was nice. Mailing. Yeah. Because she had a drawer underneath the cupboard where she kept the stuff. Mm. She seemed nice. That would be good. Okay, so Arnie releases the 911 call. Then we cut to Vanessa, who's like, oh shit, I've got to leave. So she leaves. She didn't ever go bag, though. She did. Yeah, she did. It was no, in the little no, drawer no, that Mei Ling gave her. Yeah. <laughs> no, because her go bag was to get to Mei Ling in Chinatown. No, huh? no, though, that was her hideout place. Did I watch the same movie <laughs> as everyone? I watched True Lies twice, <laughs> so this is just confusing. So the 991 calls, and then we go back to um, back to the plane, and Arnie wakes up. Oh, okay. So Arnie's just waking up from a from a drugged stupor, and he's uh, assessing the situation. And, and he, he, he he comes right pretty quick. Oh yeah, he yeah, oh, yeah. But that, and that's when he has the great line where he's like, "No, that makes you a murderer." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yeah, suck it to him." Absolutely brilliant. Uh, and that's that's when Robert, because uh, he'd been kind of like, "Oh, what's he trying to cover?" And that's when Robert reveals himself to Arnie as the villain, villain, villain. Mm. Um, and I, I was like, "Sure, oh, he's got no weapons. What's he gonna do? What's gonna happen?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> David is just taking a, a bit of a swig of beer. <laughs> oh, and so he reveals himself like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm the villain. And Arnie's like, I've got no weapons. And then he's like, what are you going to do? What's he going to do, David? Oh, a fucking belt knife. Belt knife! <laughs> yes! What is it? But the, Robert has that killer line. I can't believe you nailed me with that. Well, I wrote it down because of how fucking good it was. That cheap piece of mail order shit. Yes! <laughs> I love that they zing him for something that was in the title sequence. <laughs> and also proved to be incredibly effective. Yeah! So ah, good. shit, you go. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> that fucking belt thing, which I told you was dumb. That shouldn't have gone through security. <laughs> it escalates so quickly, though. Yeah, like, it, like, it just plane turns to chaos. Opens the door, shit's blowing out. These pilots are like, wait, what? This, this was the major turning point in the movie. It's off a chair. It's so funny. Wall. I, <laughs> launches it into an engine oh my god I got ha- like halfway through this and I was like this feels like a Japanese energy drink commercial <laughs> just and he's done his fair share exactly <laughs> boy boy <laughs> boy boy, <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs> that's so good <laughs> but he's like cause he, and then he jumps out and he has to it's an intense scene it's so good uh, Robert delivers another great line I want his face all over this windshield yes <laughs> Yes. I feel like as a pilot, I'd be like, well, we actually use that. We use that. Yeah. We need Arnie to pulls a handgun to shoot an aircraft in front of him. I know. That's so like, That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And he's like, fuck that palace. I'm going to shoot him. He may not be involved in this at all, but he's flying a plane. I don't have a choice. No. I respect your profession. <laughs> then he lands. He finally he gets his parachute out and we get some sassy yeah. we get the, the sassy little junkyard kids they yeah, were my favourite favourite people in the movie <laughs> so funny 
They actually have like decent lines. It's weird. It feels like they're from a different film. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Actually, it feels like they've just popped in yeah. and been like, "Oh, hey." I want to see their that movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> that summer? Like it's the summer <laughs> for them. It's the summer where the man fell from the sky. Where yeah. am I? Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah. And then dealing with their father because they gave away his truck for fifty dollars and a parachute. Yeah. We're at the zoo. I thought it was really savvy for her to be like, oh, he must have shown you the, the secret, secret handshake. Yes. Yeah, I like that. And then, and then she just straight up shot him in the knee. <laughs> yeah. the oh, fuck yeah. 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 Just right. knee up a dude. That's badass. Yeah. Just. I thought this made her like real badass because she was like, no hesitation. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is good because so, like, Annie, I think has a good history of like the female characters, even though they're like cast like, uh, like as smaller parts. He has a history of them having some really good badass choices. Generally, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like this was a case of her being like, she was real brave to like sneak this thing out. I did like, so she was running around and then the Arnie reveal when he jumps in, I think it's in the reptile room, is Arnie like jumps in doing like a John Woo style double gun thing and there's a little guitar sting behind him, which I really appreciated. It's a very lethal weapon. Uh, they also had like a good quip, but it wasn't remotely a pun. It's just she, she turns to him and he goes, you're late. And he goes, traffic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's because it's viscerally, you're like, <laughs> and then you go, wait. I mean, <laughs> physically, yeah, he was in traffic, but also, wait, what's going on? <laughs> uh, how did you feel about the Crocs? Oh, my God. I was so pleased. <laughs> Hannah, I feel like you got more in there. What's going on? Oh, well, it was just like, well, you knew that something was going to happen. So I'm like, right, you're in the reptile room. What's going on here? And then these crocodiles come up from nowhere and you're like, all right, that's fine. If you had to choose the zoo, you're in the zoo. What is your, because Crocs was top of my list. Yeah. Mm. It's Crocs or lion enclosure is real cliche. Mm. Yeah. I like when they do like a monkey thing. Yeah, monkeys are always fun because they're chaotic. <laughs> a, a baboon would be pretty solid because mm. they're, they're like, they're terrifying. They're vicious and terrifying. Oh, yeah. 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 Hannah, what's your animal of choice? We're gonna throw. We we have to like reveal to throw the bad guys in at the zoo. Oh, I don't know. Maybe just. I don't know. Probably, yeah, well, you can do your cliche like your lions, or maybe just throw them in somewhere, just in the... Manatees? Yeah, maybe. Just <laughs> throw them straight in there. Just in the piranha pond, or... Oh, okay. I like the piranha pond. Makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. David, what do you got? I'd love the idea of a gorilla, to be honest. Ooh. Oh, and it'd, like, rip their arms off or something. Gorillas are mean. Yeah. 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 The, I love piranhas because they do the bubbling water, and then it turns red, but yeah. a gorilla, I feel like, especially in this, oh, you could just, <laughs> just get torn to shreds. Yeah. Have you ever seen gorillas fight? I was in a zoo once. Uh, <laughs> which zoo? I, think I was in LA Zoo, and, uh, and just two gorillas just went at it, and I mean, like, just went at it, and it was a lot. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love that. No. I'm so glad you quantified with a zoo, like <laughs> real quick, because I was like, "Fuck, is that a thing?" <laughs> is that a lot of money on that? I'm not comfortable with dog fights, but gorilla fights, I might be okay. Because <laughs> I feel like they're smart enough to make the choice. They can learn sign language. They can definitely choose whether they fight or not. Just like Thunderdome style, so there's just weapons all around the edges. Like, oh, Two gorilla it- enter, one gorilla leave. <laughs> Oh, Peter, oh, I love this. Terrifying. And again, I reference Peter and everybody like, who's Peter? <laughs> and then there's, well, what's the woman who went with the gorillas in the mist? Oh, Jane Goodall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's just Jane Goodall with the, in the um, that, mesh. I'm just <laughs> the Tina Turner outfit. <laughs> so excited about the pull that you made. That was very cool. <laughs> the CGI wasn't great. But let's no. be honest, the CGI was a bit poor. 
the, the thing is they had they had they definitely had at least two models two practical models which you saw and i was like okay cool use them more but they didn't because they're going back to cgi i thought the cgi was fun it was definitely not convincing yeah no it could have been a lot worse it was okay I thought for that movie. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the way that they moved everything quite quickly from scene to scene made it a lot better. Like you weren't stuck on an alligator for too long. Yeah, yeah. but this was two years after Jurassic Park. Uh, well, <laughs> don't don't put it, it in that context. <laughs> 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 like, hmm. oh, is that true? Oh, That's no. the thing. Is as soon as you've seen it done well, it's like, well, it can be done. You can make them look like alligators, and considering they're animals that actually exist, surely it should be easier than dinosaurs. Oh yeah, I guess they are kind of real. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was his one-liner for this? Your uh, luggage? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was it. <laughs> I give a big thumbs down to that. <laughs> also the fact that he shot an alligator. He didn't need to. Like, he released them, he created that chaos, and I didn't like the fact that he took out an animal because oh, of it. Now I feel guilty for being more angry about his pun than him shooting an alligator. <laughs> it was bad CGI. Oh, right. yeah, so, so to be fair, to me it was a CGI alligator that never existed, whereas the pun was viscerally very not good. I would have appreciated the punch. Oh, yeah, punch that... Uh, punch alligator? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, wish he, I wish his quip had been, um, see you later. Oh, oh yeah. And even better if she'd if he'd been like see you later and like turn to leave and she'd been like in a while <laughs> it's like a twofer <laughs> <laughs> but you know what would follow this up terrific a generic cathedral hideout mm. was that because uh, excuse anything. me the backdrop was that was that shot on on a, on a set or was that really shot up on location i was too angry about them taking us to a cathedral Okay, it looked like... It looked was, was this after the crocodile bit? Yeah, yeah. yeah we meet Father Rodriguez. <laughs> this oh, is what yeah. a good eraser he is. He's like, I erase people, and once they're erased, they're gone forever. This is Father Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, he used to be another guy. This is a woman I'm trying to erase. She was another woman. Let me tell you about my Italian friend. <laughs> people will never find Father Rodriguez in a prominent church in the middle of the city. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't know where he was from, right? He could have been from True. Texas. Yeah. We'll jump to the bar, the oh. progressive gay bar. Oh, I was like, this is where it's starting. Back I was like, Johnny it's drag queens. I was like, I'm on board with this. <laughs> Back to Johnny. I it was, like, I for, it. for mid-90s, I thought it was actually quite open uh, and yeah. relaxed. Of, like, even Johnny being like, ah, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's very little homophobia, which was surprising because it, it is 96. And the, for like them putting a gangster, like an Italian monster mm. in there, they easily could have been like, oh, I'm oh. very discount. I don't like this. It's always great for him to just be like, ah we have a thing yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's very protective of me yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. such a great line that was cute I really liked it I thought it was fun there is a really bad blooper in this bit though with an on again off again vest where the, when he's taken off his vest because he's ready to leave with Arnie you'll see him like start to take off his vest and then it's almost off and then he'll turn the camera will cut to Arnie and back and he's got the vest back on and then the vest pops back off again and it's mm-hmm. really yeah teleporting vest teleporting vest <laughs> wasn't great and then we go to cyberdyne with yep. one of the lowest level sneak into a buildings ever yeah uh, check out me that's it's an italian oh guy God. with a pizza they're in the van before and they're like how are we going to prove it and he's like all you need is alka seltzer or whatever it is <laughs> it's it's is that what it is it was, it was an ultra seltzer ultra seltzer yeah. I feel like you need to outline your plan a little more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he gets Just get on you go. What, what am I meant to do with this? <laughs> yeah, it's basically like, well, oh, like, does it look uh, like I have gas? <laughs> 
I guess we have to find out a way to steal those diamonds. Here's some Viagra. <laughs> what? No, I need more information for this plan. How else are you going to pretend to have a fit? Oh, <laughs> a twist seizure. Um, I thought that she did a good job of being in like Sarah Connor cosplay. Mm. She had like the baseball cap and then like the aviators. Ah, yeah. yep. the, the comic relief on those paddles was weird. That was weird. Because defibrillators hurt a bunch if you're, if you're not in that was and they can literally kill you. Yes. Well, that's why at the start I was like, it was meant to be funny. And then I was like, oh no, it was, were they trying to kill him? Like, genuinely, this was nurse that? This is awful. <laughs> Considering he's like fully conscious he's and yelling like, no, at her, stop, stop it. it now. <laughs> hey, if you could start. She's like, no, this is my thing. <laughs> is, I never get to use these. <laughs> I've worked there seven years. I have never got to battle someone. <laughs> She didn't even shout Claire, did she? She's just like, let's do it. <laughs> and then they went and they had those massive vaults that you could just shoot the lock off. Yeah, James Cobb just shoots it with a shotgun. Also, whoever the guy is they try to get to unlock it just forgets the code. Like, it's just so yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> nervous. That was scary. <laughs> Wood gun. He only works at a military contracting unit. Who make guns. Oh, I'm only used to creating things that murder people en masse. <laughs> They're using the other computer. Ooh, shock reveal. But then while they're using it, they, they get onto the fact that they're using it. And then the screen comes up with the phrase, you've just been erased. Ah, oh, the ponytail, like, professor guy must have typed that up, surely. He knows everything that's how, going on. Okay, how does he know that that's a thing to say to him? Oh, it's a classic. I mean, it's the title of the movie. That's how he knows. <laughs> he looked at the script and was like, I know how to punch up this line. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it made no sense at all. Also, have they? <laughs> Have they been erased? Let's go. No. They seem like they're still just hanging out. Yeah, I feel like after the crocodiles are like, it doesn't fucking matter. No, we anymore. can just do whatever we want. Yeah, and if no. people have got this far in, they're going to stay. Because then they had the lockdown system where it was like, whoop, whoop, yeah. and all the doors lock, and it's like, oh, fuck, actually, I'm a smoker, so this is fine. <laughs> I have a lighter. For some reason, this glass was bulletproof, but looked way less bulletproof than a windshield on a plane. Like, it was yeah. just like, yeah. couldn't shoot through it. But how do you put bulletproof glass in somewhere that anyone can escape with a 50 cent lighter? Johnny has to help them out. And he's like, I need to do this alone. And Johnny's like, nah, I've got this. And then we, we go and meet the Uncle Mob. Hello, hey. my cousin Tony. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey, Gabagoo. We're all cliche. Hey. Tony <laughs> nice. Was there a real tall guy? No, because his name was Little Mike. Little Mike. <laughs> But he was very big. These guys were all... How many of these do you think have done at least four movies as mobsters? Oh, I recognised three of them. I was yeah. like, oh, I know that guy. Tony Tutos has definitely been in other films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the main dude was definitely a, a, a guy. Uh, it was weird. And then this was, they went to the warehouse and he did yeah. that weird flip off. And like he went like, parkour! Yeah. And like flipped onto two guys and you're like... Yes, I guess. <laughs> I guess you can parkour. We also have met Sergey, the terrorist. At an hour and a half in. Yeah, yeah. he was weird. <laughs> who was Sergey? <laughs> the mustache um, terrorist guy who, who tried to assault Vanessa. Yeah, he's real rapey. Yeah. And Vanessa was weirdly dressed like Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> hey, it's always appropriate to be in Velma cosplay. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I keep telling my parents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stockline. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we do some more railgun. Yeah, but this is the, okay. So the mob dudes are coming in, Arnie's coming in, and the guys who are keeping the lookout for them are using binoculars, even though they have super fancy X-ray guns. Oh, the batteries <laughs> on those are shit. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, uh, you don't want to wear them down. 
And you know that if a car pulls up, they have to put the gun down. <laughs> I did love all of the um, the union talk. Oh, that absolutely. Was, that was pretty fun. Also, I feel like first thing you do is clear this through the union. <laughs> the mobsters are so corrupt. And like, what they're trying to get rid of a whole bunch of guns. If they had gone to the mobsters before and been like, "Here's 20k," oh, it would have been a very different meeting. <laughs> they would have been like, "Do you know people are moving guns on your dock?" They're like, "Oh hell, we do. That's why we're fucking. <laughs> that's where we got all this money from." <laughs> oh, because well, I thought you could help me. Nah. Mm-hmm. You got more than 20k? Nah, I can't. The mafia. Do you know what it means? Organized crime. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking dum dums. Idiots. They're like, nah, nah, we're doing more organized crime. Well, it seems less organized. That's why you're running into trouble. The, the little mobster dudes, they were like weird comic relief at this point in the movie. They felt like they came from a different universe. Oh, yeah. They were... What was There was one line uh, when the guy with the sniper rifle was going to shoot, and, and Johnny said to him, You'd be lucky to hit the floor if you fell on it. <laughs> it was weird. It felt like the kind of scene where you wouldn't be surprised if they grabbed someone's shirt and pulled it over the front of their head. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, kick him in the butt, and he's like, <laughs> Meanwhile, Arnie's like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sneaks down underneath the floorboards. He's like, yeah. And there's a really nice moment where he moves a mouse. Yeah, with his, yeah, with his oh, gun, yeah. he just moves the red out of the way. Yeah, he just moves it. It's like, why didn't you do that before with the, with the, with the alligator? You bastard. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't, don't try and pretend that he's got compassion. Don't say, he's killed 25 people in this movie, but because he moved a rat out of the way, oh, he's a good guy, he's a good guy. I like, will tell you, though, it would have been a bit of a bump if he just shot him. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. I was rooting for this guy. <laughs> yeah, what happened? And then he managed to defeat the bad guys because he used their one weakness, the floor. He <laughs> was like the security guards in Terminator 2. <laughs> yeah. No, no, the floor! <laughs> It was so great when he popped up out of that, though. He's like, it was good. Cool. Oh, the T2 reference. Yeah, yeah. you got the two, two rail guns. Mm. <laughs> so unnecessary. We've seen stuff. one can't hit anything. Yeah, but he can when he's he Joe Wilden. Yeah. <laughs> then we went full Michael Bay. Yes. It's just boom, boom, boom mm-hmm. for like mm. three minutes. And then like a container fight. Yeah. Top of the container fight. It's a, this is, so some people, it's Spice Girls. Other people, you know, is, is late night treats. For me, my secret guilty pleasure is container fights. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it when people are fighting on a container that's being moved because someone's up in the crane being like, oh, do I put it down? <laughs> do I keep going? Oh, what's the pros? Oh no, one side fell down. Oh no, my boss is okay. He made it. Yeah, he's up on the side. Oh, I see a gun. <laughs> And has yeah. he not just got shot in the arm as well? Yeah, yeah. He's and he's like, shoulder. I'll just pull myself up and I'll pull her and I'll fling her around. And yeah. <laughs> he did struggle though. to get, like, to lift her up, which I thought was nice. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to some Arnie movies where you'd be like, okay, you're out. Yeah. There you go. I guess you wear the weight of a sack of potatoes. <laughs> hey. yeah, how did that end? Just explosions <laughs> and explosions. How did it end? That's a good question. My, uh, my notes say, weird smile. Yeah, <laughs> that's the last note the I've note got. That I've got is boom. The guy standing smiling. Weird, why? Yeah, so we cut outside the courtroom <gasps> with yes. it. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. so I erased myself. <laughs> Can you imagine? That is the thing I do. <laughs> but then the limo driver uh, who was driving James Carnaway turned mm. out to be Johnny, Johnny C. C again. Yeah. The hero of the film. He's so good. And that's when they uh, on the train tracks. Yep. Yes. yes. Do you get it? Because they're, they get killed on the rail and the whole thing's about them trying to sell rail guns (laughs) 
Could it not be more loose retribution? <laughs> Is there anything more satisfying though than, than making a, a train driver an, un, an unwitting complice in your conspiracy? Oh God, <laughs> like the amount of like therapy the he needs to go. Yeah. You could hear him like go, please don't make me kill again. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, who did you kill? Well, I killed like a bunch of high ranking people <laughs> who in the eyes of the public have defended America against the multiple terrorists. Absolutely threats. innocent. <laughs> what and happened? Then- they got the train. <laughs> yeah, That's not a pun. That's literally what happened. <laughs> it's not like, oh, he caught a bullet. No, he got the train. No. <laughs> I would have been. I got someone to rail on them. And then she just goes, Sorry. "Yeah, right. It's fine." Like again, she, just, she was totally okay. With it. Oh, okay, that's like. I gave them a look of motive. I run a train on those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? I would have been way, way more okay with that. And that was it. That was a racer. Holy shit! They didn't even have a big out. They didn't have like no, a rock no. music. They didn't have like. Uh, for Arnie, like, throw in, where's your band? Where's your ACDC? Where's your Guns N' Roses? Just give us an out. Give us something to feel pumped afterwards, but just, no, just stop. Burp, burp. It's done. Oh. That was it, Eraser. I was uh, finishing up my notes as the credits rolled, and I found out that there's a song in this movie that is literally called Quarter Train. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I just uh, I felt like did anyone else feel like there needed to be one more scene like them sipping cocktails in Hawaii or yeah like what happened to them yeah like all the classic like he's running a tiki bar (laughs) yeah I'll tell you a a little bit of trivia they actually shot a a romantic ending scene between Arnie and Vanessa tested so poorly that they cut it out people did not believe that Arnie and Vanessa could be a thing and I agree they, yeah, they, yeah there's there no chemistry nothing on screen no. No. but I would have like uh, the two of them running like competing moped um, <laughs> companies in Bermuda would have loved it and we're going to come back after a quick break We're back, and we're gonna run some some credit cool it. Credit cool it. Here's a review from Albert Kim with two and a half stars. He's a super reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes. Here's a cool scene: a crocodile is about to eat up Arnold as he scrambles away and pulls out a pistol and shoots it dead. The camera cuts to a close-up shot in his face as he says, "Your luggage, lol." There were some scenes that were entertaining to watch, which makes this movie worth watching. Two and a half stars. <laughs> it's a sort of review though isn't it it's accurate yeah. yeah is it though it feels like he reviewed a scene not a movie <laughs> it's like going there's a scene where keanu reeves falls backwards but only to avoid bullets <laughs> this scene was good the matrix two and a half stars <laughs> here's no review i really liked this movie when i first saw it but now i barely remember it i need to see it again Four and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I feel it's a very optimistic review. You know, I don't remember it, but I'm, I'm going to give it the benefit that they don't give it four and a half stars. It uh, feels like someone who's about to go on a date with an ex that they really shouldn't be going back out with. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember why we broke up. But she seemed lovely. And I remember it very fondly. <laughs> yeah, four and a half stars. Oh shit, she burned all my stuff. Oh god. <laughs> Not the best film, but Catherine Heigl and Gerard Butler are hilarious together. A must-see. Bethany Murphy, four stars. 
<laughs> I'll tell you this. This is I've never seen Gerard Butler more convincing as an Austrian man. Some solid method acting. It was under the reviews for Eraser. <laughs> was Gerard Butler even? Are they not thinking of the the one that they were together? Was that ugly? Felix Schwarz with Matthew McConaughey. Truth. Yeah, ugly truth. Felix Schwarz with Matthew McConaughey and Bradley Cooper. I think. Oh my God, is that true? I think so. That's the one with the vibrating panties. Oh, you should... <laughs> I clearly don't know enough about <laughs> romantic comedies. <laughs> I don't know how they found a racer to put that review on that But there you go. Who would you cast and what do they do? So we live in a time of reboots. Everything's getting a reboot. Even reboots getting a reboot. So David, what would your reboot of Eraser be? Uh, my reboot would be an indie action comedy. So, because the only parts I really enjoyed in this film were the parts where it was funny, which was with, you know, like Tony, Tutos, and the kids. And so, as Arnie's character, I'd have um, Chloe Moretz Ooh. from you know, Hit Kick Ass. Kick Ass, yeah, yeah. Hit Girl, um, because she's fucking awesome. And then Michael Cera would be the like damsel in distress character, and I think that would be okay, really yeah, yeah. good. Like, just that invasion of it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and then Johnny C would be Jack Black because. Yeah, I love Jack Black, <laughs> and Johnny C is my favorite. Like, would he still be an Italian? Or yeah, would yeah. John, it would be Jack Black doing the Italian Johnny C. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Michael Keaton would be Robert. Is that the okay yeah, guy's yeah. name? Yeah, because yeah. 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 Michael Keaton's the best Batman. And then De Niro would be Tutos, and those are the, <laughs> those are the only characters that I was like, oh, these ones made an impact on me. Everyone else was just kind of. Black. Yeah, everyone else was just noise. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. Robert De Niro's playing as, as Mickey Blue Eyes character. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You took like four percent of the movie and built it into an entire movie. Like, <laughs> there was three and a half minutes of comedy in this movie. <laughs> I would like to see that expanded out to an hour and a half. Uh, that's all the movie needed to be. So loosely, is, is the plot the same? Loose, a- loosely, except for the fact that Michael Cera is an alien and it's alien tech. So he is the alien. <laughs> <laughs> Do we live in a world where like there's just aliens? Or there's, there's just aliens. No, so it's a cover. Up, it's a cover up from the government. Oh, it's a cover up. Yeah, and so Michael Cera's escaped from the facility, Cyrex, I guess. Right, and then um, he is. So the only character isn't trying to. He's, he doesn't work for the government. No, he's just like a. Oh, Chloe, she's she's just like a gun for hire. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's like a wet work kind of. Person. Absolutely. I just. So it's Stranger Things essentially. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stranger Things. Just Stranger Things. Okay. Briefly based on. I see Clover. It's I meet Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although now the age gap seems even less appropriate between her and uh, Michael Sarah. That's cool. I like the concept. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Stranger Things eraser. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Pitch the sequel. Hollywood is calling. All right. Eraser was a massive hit. Um, some people didn't like it because it's me and I didn't and it was just lasted way too long and didn't know what it was. Um, but for you, I want you to picture if you had to do a sequel to this movie, what would it be? Okay, sequel to this movie. I'm going to change it up. It's set in the UK, okay? And he's out of America. He's killed too many people. Okay, the zoo are furious, all right? He mm. needs to get out of the States, okay? Forget so about the government. It's the, the zoo, zoo that you, you need to... You don't want to piss off the zoo, all right? They, the crocodiles are expensive, all right? <laughs> so he needs to move to the UK. It's called Rubber. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's yep. called Rubber. Yep. And it's all about basically him in the UK, but it's, you know, there's no guns. So it's all just, you know, belt knives are the most high tech oh, thing yeah. they've got. And, you know, it's just a lot of passive aggressive staring on the tube, emails, 
as per my last email, Sandra. Um, and yeah, just sort of the shit UK version. Does and he still call have it rubber. his catchphrase where he says, you've been robbed? Yeah. <laughs> you've been robbed. <laughs> just on the train, it's very different. He just, he's yeah. on the tube, he just leans in, you've been robbed. <laughs> They're like, everyone's checking for stains. So what, what's the plot? What's the actual? Oh, same sort of plot. But I mean, Arnie's getting older. He can't be ninjaing about like he used to, jumping about. Mm-hmm. No real guns. You don't have that in the UK. No. Who, who would your villain be? Who'd be a good villain? I'm going to pitch Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Because it's it, based in the UK. Yeah. He doesn't have to put on a, a bad accent. Yeah, and he's just on the train. <laughs> There as well. <laughs> In my mind, this whole thing now takes place on a train. It's just them swapping between tube stops. <laughs> oh shit, he's up, he's up on the Piccadilly line. <laughs> it's like it's Snowpiercer, but like set in 2018. <laughs> just going around the circle line. Yeah, but the circle line isn't like you know actually a circle. It stops and then it just goes back on itself. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to make a lot of money, but. <laughs> This sounds way more indie than the indie film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get Wes Anderson on board and it's going to be great. Oh, now I'm interested. Any, I think Wes Anderson needs to do more Arnold Schwarzenegger work. Yeah. This is one of those like Channel 4 production movies. Yes. With, uh, like John Boyega. Oh no, he's, he's gone all Hollywood now, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Ray Fiennes and Olivia Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Charlie Brooke will probably write it. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of, instead of a rail gun, do you have a replacement for that? Yeah, just the rail the tube. <laughs> <laughs> just take out the gun. Into it, um, Wes Anderson to direct, obviously. Mm-hmm. More belt knives. Yeah. Oh, so many belt <laughs> so knives. So many. And they'd all be like, they put the belt knife in and then it'd have subti- like a little subtitle <laughs> caption come up with like, belt knife. <laughs> Sansier-centered. It's not like an industrial goth will get on with like one of those jackets that has like loads of belts on it. <laughs> and then and then he'll have like he'll have five belt knives on him because he's Vincent Camden. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be the shot. It would be him putting the belt knife in and it goes, belt knife. And then that person hops on and steps into the center and it goes, belt knives. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the while like a French cover of a David Bowie song plays. Nice. Perfect. Time for the post-credit pitches. Right now, Marvel is the jam. Everyone's all about Marvel, and Marvel, every movie has to have a post-credit sequence. So we wanted to know if you had any pitches for what you think the post-credit sequence should have been for Eraser. I, I want to see more of the kids. <laughs> I want to see what the kids did with their $50 and the parachute, because that's, I mean, just just like in, well, is it Thor, the second one, where you just see the yeah. nice monster bouncing around? I would yeah. love to just see them. They've got like the $50 and they uh, walk into a store or like they, it's them at a store and they go, yeah, two of those. And then they push the $50 over the table and then it cuts to a shot over their shoulder and a guy just slides over two belt knives. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, we got the next erasers coming up. <laughs> yeah, well, I sort of had a thought of one that maybe showed the, uh, like a prequel kind of look into Robert slash James McCann. So mm. maybe be why he turned out the way he did sort of, um, either it'd be like a scene where there's clues or like you get a little look into his life and you notice that you see that he used to live in New York he used to actually be in publishing he used to do children's books and then his son got erased and he couldn't find him and then his son came out of nowhere and he tried to bring him back into their family but it all turned to shit eventually because he was like raised by this weird old man in the Arctic I feel like this should have been the and sequel then, this is fucking- and then um, it all goes to shit and, he, and it was Arnie that who raised him and he had to come and get revenge and it turns out that his previous life was Elf 
So you pitched that weird thing about trains. <laughs> I'm way more hooked on this. <laughs> and then a very compelling actual sequel that you want to take place in the, in its entirety in three this minutes. It's a prequel, yeah. It's a prequel by four years earlier. Yeah. It sounds like it's just... It's like, just Elf, It's pretty a train much. of Elf. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then what happens afterwards? So his son's Will Ferrell, is it? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about... Um, a whole bunch of alligators gather around, another alligator's head exploded, and one of the alligators pulls out a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then, they, and then you see subtitles come up, and one alligator says to the other ones, we must now erase the eraser. And it's just about the alligators <laughs> swearing vengeance on, on Arnie. Yeah. I like I it. Yeah. So my, uh, we've got a shot, it's of a, the, uh, a ceiling, and there's like mirror balls and kind of like lights shining on it, and it pans down, and uh, you see like a prom kind of banner that says, uh, we've been erased, at the, and then it comes down and it's everyone who's been erased who's there, and they're all laughing, having a drink, and, you know, like all the people who are there, and then you know, Arnie's there, and she's Ming there, and-, yeah, and, then, uh, and then they're doing like a cheers, and, <laughs> and then Robert just steps in, Ooh. Oh. and they turn around, and that's when we cut, yeah. like, oh, we don't know what's gonna happen. And Arnie just goes, you didn't get the train. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you missed the train. <laughs> and they'll laugh. <laughs> Alright, let's do some final thoughts. thoughts. What do you think of the movie? Yeah. Did it hold up? What brought you joy? <clears throat> well, soon the last thing you made me watch was Cactus Jack. I actually thought this was fine, you know? I, I, <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I was got involved with the twist. I didn't realise that he was going to be the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. That was great. The bit at the end when the van explodes, I was quite, take that, you know? It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Okay. Yeah, oh, no, know. to be honest, that it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. I thought it was going to be way worse, but yeah. like, the story worked. Yeah. It was like half an hour too long, but other than that, you know, it was good. I'm loving this positivity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For me, it's the most enjoyable film that you will see and then forget about completely a week later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's erased. a very good but incredibly forgettable movie. It's a movie that literally erases itself. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it is. I was furious because it just doesn't know if it's a psychological thriller or uh, an action movie. It's just. It felt like someone got drunk, watched True Lies and went, I can do that and wrote this chaos. <laughs> it was, yeah, half an hour, definitely half an hour too long. I needed more quips that made sense. Your luggage. No, <laughs> no, I'm no. not luggage, all right? I'm not, nobody's putting things inside of me. They're ripping things out of me. What are you doing here? It has some really good action set pieces mm-hmm. that are entirely wasted. And then it has some weird 90s tech where it's like, look at these guns that we put this <laughs> fucking night vision on the side for no reason, and they fires bubbles. <laughs> Come on, team. <laughs> Speed of light. I'm down moving faster than light. <laughs> Stephen was not a fan of this. Uh, I saw this. So I saw this in the like late '90s, early 2000s, and was like, ah. This is the first time I've revisited it in a long time, and I was not happy about it. <laughs> I was like, I love Arnie, but this whole movie just felt like he was in it. Mm. Like he didn't play a character. No, he was just a guy. He's just like, no, I'm a guy oh, come I do on. stuff. You can't like Arnie movies and be like, oh, he's just, you know, that's all he does is just be himself. You take that back. One time he was a robot. All right. One time, he was a Nazi eugenics experiment. He's been many things. Yeah. Okay. Oh, one time he was a cowboy. He was a handsome stranger. It was literally his name. All right. He's done many different things. He's been a bodybuilder who played the fiddle in the woods. Okay, he was Hercules. 
Hercules. In All whilst being Arnie. Yes, but in this movie... <laughs> it was too much. It was just... They just didn't have enough of anything. Yeah. I had a great time, though. It's a fun romp. <laughs> just fucking 30 minutes later. All right, don't watch it by yourself and don't watch it sober. That's fair. Okay, guys. Uh, where would we find you on social media? Let's start with you, Hannah. Uh, Instagram. Okay. Facebook. <laughs> That's it. She's got no address on either no, of those. So, just no. Instagram and Facebook. If you type in <laughs> facebook.com, yeah. that's Hannah Campbell. Just type in Hannah Campbell. There's only one of me, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Very uncommon name. <laughs> Perfect. And David? Uh, David Prentice Comedian on Facebook. That works. Perfect. Thank you guys for coming along. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 That was Abby back catalog. Thank you to the wonderful Hannah Campbell and David Princess for joining us for Eraser. Yeah, I was the Eraser, and my enemy was the ruler. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, Arnie. Yeah, because puns are my specialty. Except not in this movie so much. Yeah, I wasn't really firing. Oh, railgun firing. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back next week with everyone's favorite Christmas movie, Die Hard. No, it's uh, it's Jingle All the Way. That's right. And if you'd like to get in touch, you can always hit us up on our Twitter at I'll Be Back Pod, or you can find me at Steve Lyons because I've been Stephen Lyons. And I'm Mike Kevin. You can find me at Mike Kevin. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you use. This has been I'll Be Back Catalog. That's right. And you've been erased. Oh, no, you haven't. Wait, you're still there. Okay, no, you've been erased. All right, no, I was told it was definitely going to happen this time. You've been... Look, I'm going to have to talk to my guy because there seems to be some miscommunication about when you're going to be erased. For the moment, just imagine that you're there and your credit rating is fine. But at any time, you could be a mobster and you could be like, boom, now I'm working in the bar.